1: Listeners of
0: this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Obviously, uh, extremely disappointed about the outcome of the game. I think the young men uh, did play hard. Obviously, the score did not indicate that. But in that locker room, we got a bunch of guys that are hurting, along with a bunch of coaches and a bunch of other people that are members of the family. We've got to find something to hang our hat on. We've got to get into this break, and we've got to dig deep and find something out about ourselves and hopefully bring something to the surface that we can be proud of the next time we step on the football field. But as we go into this bye, we're constantly working to get better and we're constantly looking for new members that want to contribute. But this is going into a bye after a loss like this is difficult. I'm not gonna sit up here and try to paint it a different way. You know, it's it's tough coming it's tough going in at a halftime score like that and just wanted to make sure that they came out and, and played with the same energy and the same toughness. And I thought they did that. But uh, the score doesn't indicate that. And then there all, obviously there came a point in the game, excuse me, a point in the game where the game was over and you needed to get some guys out because you still have three more games to play. And their offense, running the ball is really, really good. Those deep balls down the field obviously did not help because that even though they were one-dimensional, it kind of made them two-dimensional by having deep touchdown passes. But we are what we are. And we win as a team, and we lose as a team. Final question for Coach? You know it's bad when no one asks us the final question. You guys have a good one. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two
2: unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe.
1: What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there. Join the Militia. We are the first here at Q Sports Podcast centered around giving you the fans a voice. Sorry, I came in late there. I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> I had all the mics off, so uh, my bad. So I'm back in Virginia Beach and uh, from the game.
2: Nice little trip. Yesterday.
1: Yeah, man. How was, was the weather? It was fun. Weather was cold. No snow? No snow. Um, Phew. You know. You got lucky. Yeah. It was cold, though. But, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It could have been worse. Um, this is, obviously, your BC postgame. We'll talk mm. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to chew on, kind of. Um, uh, we will go over all of that stuff. Obviously, but first, you know, I'm back from Syracuse, Joe. Before I left, before I left, Joe, what I made sure to do. You know what I made sure to do? Made sure to pack this. You know what this is, Joe? Do you see this? Don't lie. Uh. (laughs) This is my toiletry bag. This is my Manscaped toiletry bag, Joe. From Manscaped.com, okay? Make sure you got the right tools for your family jewels.
2: All right. Did right. you use that in your mom's bathroom? Hair
1: nice. body wash. No, I stayed at my cousin's house.
2: Oh, okay. 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 I'm I, Sure, he'd like to know. He's that. got an
1: in-law suite, you know. I, I got my own little private area. Got the got the body wash. I mean, we haven't even talked about the main thing, Joe. The main thing in this whole this whole set is this trimmer. The trimmer. Oh, here we the, go. The actual trimmer. Look, it's very quiet. Look, it's rechargeable and it's waterproof, guys. You can't beat that. Fits right in your back pocket, just in case you want to take your it on the go. <laughs> pocket,
2: what do you need? <laughs> just in yeah. case
1: you got to take it on the, you know, on the go with you, Joe. You never know what happens. What if your car breaks down on on the way to That's Heather's? Not the Let's first say the thing car breaks about. down on the way to Heather's. What are you gonna do?
2: Call. Um...
1: <laughs> okay, look. Comes with a charger. Okay, you just need a USB block. That's all. That's all. Look. Look, the Manscaped Crop Called Preserver AAA. Crop Preserver, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. It's great stuff. Okay, just slather it on there. Look, this is the best, though. This is actually my favorite stuff, my favorite part, is this cologne. This cologne is legit, Joe. It is super legit. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. It, it says in here, and you guys will like this if I get it. Oh, a clean scent with a citrus blast and touches of jasmine anchored by, I don't know, Vetiver, not interested. By, what, dude? Hey, it's good, man. My wife cannot keep her hands on off of me. Oh, I uh-huh, yeah, bet. Seriously, seriously. Mm-hmm. First time for everything. <laughs> 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 so look, here is here's here's the crop reviver. This is the this is the spritzel for your schnitzel right here. Okay, so you do you do the little oh, God. you do the little you do some of this to the giblets. See, we gotta and we, we, and we you gotta spray the this. giblets. You know,
2: we gotta stop this because and like, listen, now.
1: Listen, listen.
2: You're you're in Heather's... Now you're in Heather's ear. And I feel like she's (laughs) going to get it as a gag gift now.
1: Listen, listen. Dude, check this thing out.
2: Look, I just wanted to show you this. Look at that thing, dude. I know. You showed me. Why do I... I don't want... Look at that. I don't know what it
1: does. It might just be for looks. Touching myself with that. Looks very dangerous. Be very careful with that. So anyway, this is all the good stuff it comes with. You know? Get a bunch of stuff. Here's the deal. All you got to do... Is use the promo code. Man, I know I'm not helping,
2: but that stuff looks terrifying.
1: Well, look. Okay, so this is called the plow. Okay, the plow is a is is a is it like a stainless steel old timey razor, right, Joe? What what else would you call that?
2: I would call that dangerous.
1: (laughs) It's it it looks very dangerous. Now, my buddy Joe, (laughs) my buddy, my other buddy Joe. This is my buddy Joe here. My other buddy Joe is a barber, so you know he could tell us how to use this thing. I should research that because yeah, because you're reach right. Reach out to him. It's scary. He'll know what's up with it. Get all that stuff. Get free shipping. Just use the promo code Armchair at checkout at Manscaped.com. Get the twenty percent off the free shipping at Manscaped.com. Just use the promo code Armchair. All right. So thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> <sighs> well, Joe, you know, uh, this game was picked. This game was this game was actually picked by Todd This was this was his idea. You know, and, and, and as time went on, I'm like, you know, this is the best shot uh, at an ACC win. But it turned into a 50, fifty-eight to twenty-seven massacre in favor of Boston College. The Orange fall to three and six, zero and five in the ACC. Still looking for that first ACC win, and um, you know. Uh, if you shake the Magic 8-ball right now, Joe, uh, it might come up outlook not so good. Not so, yeah. not so good, right? No. Uh, despite yep. back-to-back turnovers that turned into 10 points for the Orange, the Syracuse defense was shredded by Boston College's run game. Uh, Bailey had 172 yards and 16 carries and A.J. Dillon's three touchdowns and 242 yards and 35 carries. The Orange defense gave up a record-high 496 yards rushing and the 44 first half points scored by the Golden Eagles that well that broke another record. We have a list of the records. We'll go through if you want to, uh, or maybe not. Uh, added to the mix, two big pass plays: 64 yards and 50 yards by BC quarterback Dennis Grozel. He has um, he basically caught the orange. Determined to stop the run on some yeah. – they, were, they were both play action. Uh, 600 and the 691 total yards racked up by Boston College was a school record for them. 484, 300 and 336 of those 484 were piled on before halftime, folks. Before halftime. And who hmm. knows? They might have set another record with a number of times they ran, ran the same rush play with 30. Hmm, probably did. 30 times they ran the same play. Ah, uh, the three sacks uh, Boston College totaled seemed like a win for us compared to the last four games of nine sacks allowed, nine sacks allowed, eight sacks allowed, seven sacks allowed for our offense. Uh, but the Golden Eagles defense only managed eight sacks the entire year coming into this game. They almost, yeah, they almost improved that by fifty percent. So. Uh, Tommy DeVito had a pretty good game on paper, Joe. 25 of 36 for 289 yards with three touchdowns. He extends his passes without an interception to 131. That's really good. However, he did kill one streak, and that was uh, Syracuse actually went 277 plays without a turnover before DeVito, like, literally straight just dropped the ball on the <laughs> stretch it for a first down so with all of mm. this said joe and i'm gonna shut up i'm gonna let you talk for a second with all of this said uh coach babers today he fired defensive coordinator brian ward uh the writing was on the wall it's been on the wall the fans have been calling for it they were calling for it at the game some fans don't shut up about it like it was brutal it was brutal uh defensive end coach steve stenard he'll serve as interim uh, defensive coordinator for the remainder of the season First Joe obviously breaking news. So
2: Yeah. Well, yes, obviously. Uh based upon some of the games that have gotten out of hand. Um I, th- I think some games we've gone to the second half and been able to make some adjustments and stop them, but I think overall it's been the undis just a undiscipline of the of the defense in how just undisciplined they've been this year. Um that's that's really just the story of it. Uh they're trying to make too many plays and try to make up for what the offense can't do. And instead it's, it's turning into just bigger plays and bigger problems for our defense. And I think that's one of the biggest, biggest problems that our whole defense has had this year. Um, You know, you don't want to blame one, one part of the team one way or another, but uh, you know, like I said, you have to be disciplined in, you know, your job, every single play and, uh, they just haven't shown it throughout this whole year. So kind of see that going, and you can see that coming. <clears throat> and uh, as far as the game goes, um, this was basically what I feared when we talked about Boston College. It was what I feared, and um, this is what happens when – by the, at this point in the season, teams, they they figure themselves out. They have identities. They figure out what works, what doesn't work. And like you saw, Boston College wasn't that complicated. But it worked, right? And they—they well, they had yeah. that's a team that's a team with an identity. Now, granted, the numbers that Devito put up in our offense did look good, but you have to put into account the fact that Boston College's defense really isn't that great. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at an offense who's got two very good running backs and a solid offensive line, solid tight ends. They come in and they just run down your throat, and they know what they're good at. And at this point in the game, in this in this part of the season. That's where we should be. That's where a team should be. You should have an identity. You should know what you do good on both sides of the ball and you should be able to implement that in the game plan and try to put a full game together. And again, this is just another example of this, you know, another game, another example of us not having an identity on offense or defense and never really knowing what to expect. And it turns into that what you saw on Saturday.
1: I mean, you get, you know, all these games where we're just struggling to get the offense together, and, like, we get a halfway decent offensive performance, and the defense just gets absolutely shredded. And I'm, like, beside myself, you know? It was tight. It was tight. It was 17-20. We were up, and then it was, what was it, 24-20. And then from there, it was just, like, I mean, the two play-action plays, I mean, it was blown open in the matter of, like,
2: just yeah. a couple but this game this game Sean is the epitome of what one season can do what 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 one season what can change in one season cuz you remember last year we went up to Boston College mm-hmm. and we had an identity they had a little banged up offensive line and a newer offensive line they were trying to gel um younger anyway um <clears throat> and they had a decent defense but wasn't great. And they had an AJ Dillon who was a little banged up. That's uh, right. Their other I, backup do there. That. I don't think played yeah. that much. Right. Yeah. And we came out and we dominated them at Boston college. It was at the end of the year. We knew what we were good at. We had an identity. Now there's a lot of people that they didn't think we lost a lot of people, you know, over the off season. They thought that we'd be able to maybe patch work. The linebackers figure out the offensive line. DeVito was good in the games he played. So we'll be good. And then there was all these expectations from the media. well, What what about Boston College? They just had one more year of growth, one more year of health. They figured out their identity. Oh, and by the way, their defense, they lost what, nine out of 11 starters? And they still look like they. Yeah, the
1: entire secondary.
2: Hold their own. So, I mean, granted, we, we did score on them and we did move the ball a little bit. But when you look at it, look at the too drastic of what happened last year to what happened this year. And you look at what we lost and what they lost. Would you think that that would be the case. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I totally get just it. proof of yeah. like, you know, it's just about strengths and matchups. And, and with the team that we have, especially like, again, without having an offensive identity and a defense that's trying, that's basically playing undisciplined to make big plays, to try to make something happen. Um, there's not too many teams that don't have the recipe to beat us. Every game is going to be difficult for us. And Boston college with that ground and pound, not having McKinnon-Williams and Chris Layton in the middle. Not having yeah. that offense that could score 40, 50 points. That's what you get.
1: Yeah. I miss And
2: like people. I said, undisciplined. Like, that's what it is. That's why the coach gets – that's why the coach got fired. You can't call play calling coaching getting fired on defense. It's It's got to be the fact of just a play of the kids. They were undisciplined. They're still not buying in or doing what they're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, obviously. Obviously, it can't be put at the feet of Brian Ward. All of it, obviously.
2: No, I can't.
1: No, and there's people who might tell you, or maybe they'll get close to telling you. I don't know if anyone will come out and say it. Well, it's all his fault, but it gets there. Like it gets there because there's a lot of people at the game screaming at the the coaches. A buddy of mine texted me. He sits right behind the the Syracuse bench, and he said, "There's people down here yelling at coaches." Um, and the coaches' wives apparently were, were telling them to just leave. Like it was, it was ugly. It was very ugly. Yeah. It was very ugly. And yeah. it's well, like, it's
2: never a place where you want to be either. As far as no, like the fans and coaches and all that stuff.
1: It's embarrassing.
2: Right. And you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And again, uh, this isn't what we want to turn into when we have expectations. If you have one good season and then expectations come up, if something like this happens, like we can't react like this is a fan base, like number one. You know, it's it's definitely – it's it's difficult, you know, and a lot of people look forward I, to these kind of things.
1: I get the frustration. Like, it was frustrating. I mean, right. I, mean, I get it. it.
2: But it's not life or death. Like, everyone's got to go to work in the morning. Like, it's not that big a deal to bring it to that. Because, again, yeah. yelling and screaming and all that kind of stuff, I mean, who does it help?
1: Well, who does it, does, it help? It does I mean, I
2: read on I read Syracuse.com today that Dino Babers never had to fire somebody. Never had to fire somebody as a head coach. Really? Somebody's already – some. their coaches have either left on good terms, lateral or upgrade moves. Yeah. You know, there's some people that he moved to the next school with and didn't bring along, but right. that's not firing. So literally this coach was the first coach that he's had to fire as a head coach. So I mean, think about that.
1: But there's probably a lot of pressure on him to do so, not just from right. the fans, obviously. But, right. But, but that's yeah. what
2: I mean is like that's is that what we want to push people to no. have to do No, this you know is this, I mean,
1: this isn't NASCAR where the fans seemingly make all the rules.
2: Right. And <laughs> I hope that know? I mean and you never know, and again you never know what's going on behind closed doors as well. So Oh, um,
1: that's true too. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe
2: there's... he's not keeping up. Maybe he's not holding his recruiting obligations, or maybe you know, there's some personality things or you know, relationship things. You never know what's going on behind closed doors. So right, totally. But either way, you know, this season has pushed Geno Babers to do something that he hasn't had to do, and again, I mean, that's opening the change. That's him admitting that he has to do something to try to switch something up. But I just it'd be interesting flying a wall on that one because I don't think our defense is the one that's let us down this year. But
1: no, n- no, they've had a couple games, but they haven't been consistent. That's kind of like the the big problem with them,
2: right? They, well, they, again, they, I think at some point they were like our offense isn't going to do, and we're going to have to do something. We're going to have to make we're going to have to make up the points. We're going to have to get fumbles or some people just thinking about. It. I mean, dude, honestly. John Beeson on the ACC network said something about that. Like I was watching the, the lead up the pregame to the game and John Beeson on um, the huddle was talking about how he wants to see uh, Kendall Coleman and Alton Robinson stop playing for sacks on first and second down and basically called them out like on ACC network, basically saying that looking at the tape, you got two defensive ends that are seniors that are basically they're going for their stats and they're putting their teammates in crappy positions because they're trying to, I mean, most teams first, second down, most of the time, at least one out of the two is going to be a run anyway. So, I mean, there was a, right. an analyst on the ACC network. They came out and basically called, called them out, called them out first, basically selfish play. And that's stuff that we've talked about with Dino Babers talking about the things. And again, I mean, I don't want to go as far as saying Dino losing the team, but there were some expectations, some things haven't gone right. And I think that, you know, with losing, these kind of things happen, especially after success. And you get some older players that only worry about going to the pros, like Ryan Alexander or maybe some of the senior defensive ends and stuff like that, and then this is what you get. You get just selfish or undisciplined play. And when you're not going to beat a team (laughs) – that is selfish and undisciplined undis- and, and playing like that ever. So that's an unfortunate situation where we've gone from last year winning the, uh, the bowl game to now, but, uh, you know, you want to be optimistic. You want to still be able to look at the good things and look at the Tristan Jackson performance. And that Tommy DeVito did have good, you know, Numbers on paper, but and there were some plays, some he, positive things with our defense and stuff like that.
1: So he's looked good on paper a number of times this year. But he does this. He does this where, where, he was in a situation a couple of times yesterday. Once where he, the we all saw the fumble, which was just bad. It just lost a yeah. grip. He just it lost a grip. It happens. Okay, I mean. Derek Carr, I would say, is an elite quarterback. He, he just did that. He you know. just did it last week. So, um, anyway, it happens. Okay, you're just trying. He's trying to make a play. I don't even fault him for that, even though he just dropped it on the turf. I don't. I, but I don't fault him for that. I do, however, when when you're outside the pocket and you're being chased and you just run out of bounds two yards um, shy of the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage, why not just throw the ball away?
2: Yeah, I get it. You and again, I mean? that just points – well, it points to the growth of what this quarterback needs is obviously with the lack of protection and the fact that it's his first year starting, he's still trying to figure out – Maybe he doesn't know right, where he is. What maybe? the right What the right thing to do with the right situation. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what it is. It's the pocket presence. It's the knowing how much time you have. Can I look at the second or third receiver? Or do I got to get out of the way and start running now? And as I'm scrambling, can I kind of slow down a little bit buy myself some more time to throw the ball. That was one of the things that when I was watching it on TV, when he's scrambling, it looks like he's like running as fast as he can because he thinks someone's behind him. I mean, there's a couple times where he could have kind of, you know, just slowed it up a little bit, bought some time, scanned the field and thrown the ball instead of having to throw it away. Or like you said, run out of bounds, one or two yards behind a line of scrimmage. So there's a lot of things that he's got to, the game still got to slow down for him and he's still got to feel comfortable yeah, I in just, what he's in what he's doing, and this offensive line hasn't really helped him, and it's just, again, it's a, it's a season of learning and, and experience, and I know that fans don't want to hear that, but it it is what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's like, when he's rushed, he's like... A scared cat, and then when he does have time, I don't feel like he utilizes it right sometimes.
2: Right, and that just comes down to it just comes down to experience and growth. And but and you and you hope that at some point it gets better.
1: Our good buddy, I say it with our good buddy Tyler, and he yeah. he brought something to my attention that I wasn't paying. He just brought something to my attention that I looked at after he said something, and kind of lazy routes being run, too.
2: Yep. And, you know, I wish that I hadn't been able to – that's the one thing that I don't like because I do – I have – and that just kind of goes with how deep you've gone as far as playing football and stuff like that. But that's why I love to watch the games in the Dome, especially up in the the 300s and stuff because you can see the whole field. It's beautiful. Those are the type of of things that you can see. Yeah. And I can't see that on TV. And that's what I don't like. But I've always assumed it because it's like – where is the scramble drill? Like, Dude, I just—they don't. That was one of them. They stop again. That was one of my favorite <laughs> things in high. I mean, in high school in whatever. Like, oh,
1: that's street ball, right? That's how you played street ball. That's how you oh, played when yeah. you were a kid. Hundred
2: percent. People start scrambling, and then it's it's yeah. it's scramble drill. You're running if you're on the other side of the field. You're running back toward him. If you're on that side of his field, the field where he's scrambling, you're running up the field to make space and to maybe beat a guy deep, like. You got to try to get open.
1: At least, at least, I mean, at least, like maybe throw a block or try to get in the way or.
2: But that's some of the biggest stuff when it comes to like NFL and some of those high level offenses that you see even in college is the ad libbing. That's all ad libbing.
0: Sure. Yeah. That's not.
2: That's not a called play when you get a guy that steps up and runs to the right and then he ends up hitting a guy who was supposed to do an out on the other side and he ends up turning around and coming across the field like that's all ad libbing. That's all knowing what. The quarterback's going to do what the receiver's going to do, get into the open spot. And if they're not doing that, then they're not helping their their quarterback either. So,
1: um, so do you want to go through this list real quick? Syracuse.com put together, a list. I think it was Syracuse.com, I'm most positive, that put together the list of records set. But most it'll it only take a second, but it's crazy. It's crazy because it's all in one game. I know. Uh, Most rushing yards ever for an SU opponent, four hundred and ninety-six. Fourth most total yards for an SU opponent, six hundred and ninety-one. Most points for BC, and fifty-three all-time head-to-head matchups with SU. So that fifty-eight was the most they've ever scored against us. Um, And then BC school records alone: most yards, uh, most total yards in school history, most rushing yards in conference play. And a national one, which was most rushing yards by any FBS team against another FBS team in 2019. Mm.
2: It's tough, I Out of 130 you know the, teams, iron, the irony of that whole story, too, is that you had with uh, Syracuse.com, a local kid from Phoenix, John Phillips. Yeah. Wanted mm-hmm. to go to Syracuse his whole life. Uh, I don't know if he offered. I want to say that we did, but he ended up, I mean, Boston College gave him Gave him better love. He ended up picking Boston College over Syracuse, and he was part of that line on Saturday. He was a starter on that line, a redshirt senior. Uh, And it's like you you see that, and you see how bad our offensive line is, and it's like, hmm, that would have been nice to have that little – I think he was a right tackle. That stings,
1: uh, dude. That stings.
2: Yeah, stuff like that. It's just – so, again – Again, a lot of times it's growth, and, and in college football it happens. Unless you're one of the top five, ten teams, uh, you don't get that every year type thing. And every year you're going to go through, you're going to lose certain guys, and you're never going to know which ones are more important than others, whether it's based upon talent or leadership. Um, but yeah.
1: Well, we're going <laughs> to obviously get, we gonna... got a
2: rudimentary awakening with that this year.
1: We we um. Yeah, obviously we're we're gonna get into fan feedback now, Joe. Right? You good? I mean, yeah, we're good. Uh, I, we could go on and on, but fan feedback. There's a lot of stuff that I want to talk yep. about that's actually in there that I don't want to bring up before we talk about it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, that does it. We got stomped, fifty-eight to twenty-seven by Boston College. I don't know what else yep. to say. I feel like.
2: The, 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 Don't the, listen the, to my bookie picks. The, to my, <laughs> my bookie picks.
1: Well, I think we've all learned that this year. After after <coughs> last year, you did really good, but the team did really good. You always go with the yeah. team, so that's that. Right. Right. Makes right. sense. Exactly.
2: Yep. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house.
1: All right, y'all know what to do. I propose a question at the end of every game for your thoughts. You go to social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, you'll see thoughts on the game. Lay it out there, and uh, we'll uh, we, I try to. We try to do as many as we can. Kind of, t- if we get to ten nowadays, Joe, it feels like that's a win. We don't usually, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't usually uh, get to ten. We've been we've been cutting them short because there's so much conversation, but. Um, before we get into all of that, we've got to talk about the good folks over at MyBookie. Now, if you don't know already, MyBookie sponsors Armchair Media. We are part of Armchair Media, so we appreciate them. I want to thank them first, and second, I want to tell you about them. Uh, MyBookie is a premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college uh, football Uh You could bet. I mean, look, let's be honest. You can bet on baseball. You can bet on NBA. You can bet on whatever reality shows. They've got a prop for everything. So um, if you're going to go bet this season, go with my bookie. And if you like, if you want to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. If you like a handful of games, uh, NFL games for the week, you can pick, pick a, pick a handful of those games. If you hit on all of them, you can, you can win big. And, you know, if you're tired of watching games from the couch and you got nothing going on, go to my bookie. They want you to get in on the action. And what they're going to do for you is right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit, give you 100%, match you dollar for dollar, up to 1000 bucks. And all you got to do is use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. Remember, Manscaped is armchair. Okay? MyBookie is chair. So to activate that offer, <laughs> use promo code CHAIR. And mybookie.ag will match you dollar for dollar, up to a thousand bucks. If you don't know what online betting is all about, go check it out. If you do know what it's about, then why? What are you doing? If you like to bet online, hit up my bookie. They'll take care of you. They take care of us. Thank you, my bookie. All right. So here's the deal, Joe. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh well, let's do this first. So. Well yeah, let's do let's give some stuff away. Why not? Right? Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey. So look, hey. here we here we are. Here we are. Uh Did you bring you, some
2: stuff to Syracuse?
1: I did. You know what I you know what happened? What? I I brought a bunch of stuff. You know you know what happened? I forgot it. You forgot it. I forgot it at my cousin's house. And <sighs> I'm like. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. I was in such a rush. My wife was making me so late. Oh, my gosh. It was agonizing. Mm. So, anyways, I had to leave Central Square, get my kids, my two youngest kids to Kirkville, drop them off, and then uh, pick up my brother-in-law there and then go to the game. And it was just, I just forgot. I I didn't even think about it until I got there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot everything. So, I didn't get to give (laughs) stuff away. So, here I am. I want to give stuff away. All you have to do is go to iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and embellish a little bit, if you would, in the comment section there. Leave a review. Tell us how much you love us. If you do, if you don't, maybe keep it to yourself. Now, I'm not asking you to lie. So if you like the show, let us know. If you don't, I mean, you can also let us know, but, you know, I don't know if it's the right place for it. If you
2: want to email me, you can. (laughs) So, anyway. Do whatever you want, folks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously. But I would, well, yeah. Uh, Okay, whatever. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Jordan, 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 you know who you are. I'm going to leave it at that. Best in the business, five star review. Absolutely love listening to post game off season and all the other podcasts from Q's Militia. These guys pump out pod after pod and keep it real always. So, yeah, I mean, look. I was just at the game yesterday. I got home at 1.30. You know what I did when I got home? You know what Put I did. The bed. I went no. I went and cut <laughs> I went and cut the coach montage. That's what I did as soon as I got home, man. I was ready to do the show. I don't play. We mm. don't we don't play, Joe. We don't play. And it's not like we're out here, you know, making money hand over fist or anything like that. We love doing the show. It's most of the time it's mediocre, but every once in a while we surprise everybody, yeah.
2: Yeah. right? I ain't gonna so, lie to you. I was taking advantage of my hour fallback sleep.
1: <laughs> oh, that does not surprise me at all. Well, if I had to bet, uh, there should be a my boogie prop for that. <laughs> What's the over under oh, on minutes? Uh, stop So it. anyway, <laughs> I it's bet like you my favorite use, holiday. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> I say. Well, by the way, let's do away <laughs> with this daylight daylight saving stuff. Let's 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 spring ahead one more time and be done with it. Stop touching it. Stop messing with it. Be done with it. It's stupid. is So, so stupid. And I Joe, i bet you, you, bet you I bet you slept for more than an hour too, so you took more than you were supposed to have. I'm just oh. I'm just saying. So uh, whatever. anyway, let's start with it's Facebook. It's my
2: holiday, I can do what I want.
1: Let's start with Facebook. Let's start with Brandon. Okay. He says, Remember when I said at least we don't have to worry about other teams offering Dino? I guess he's talking about the beginning of this year. I don't remember, but I I'll take your word yeah. for it. I now wonder if we can have him for maybe another season after this. In other words, he's he's going to get let go. I, I don't think so. Extend his contract. I think probably the, you know, maybe John Wildhack probably maybe knew what was going on. I'm sure Dino keeps him up to date on things. So, uh, yeah, I don't think we got to worry about that.
2: But no,
1: uh, right, Joe? I mean, what do you think?
2: I mean, my whole thing is that can we just can Stop. we please just stop can we just give a coach like a legit amount of time to just
1: yeah and what's like probably six to eight years i mean when you really think about it
2: yeah yes right 100 percent, yes because when when a coach comes in there's a lot of people that end up transferring they have a little bit of attrition and stuff like that the first recruiting class is never ever your best one it's probably lower than average right so right. there's that little, that little. So that's year two. There.
1: That's year two. Yeah.
2: So when you, so when you get to the point where it's like the end of the last guys, guys, and then that couple years in between your guys and your recruits getting to juniors, seniors, like you
1: get the and that got to leave first, then right? From the you're gonna coach. have
2: that little stint. Like I don't think people really understand how lucky we were to like last year in our our games and our record and the, the way that the season went like it was there was a lot of luck involved in and in a lot of just like I said we were very disciplined the, all the little things they went well everything happened Dungy right. probably
1: the best quarterback to be in that situation right. at that
2: time Ab- too. absolutely right you're talking about a, a senior quarterback who's gone through the the gauntlet of injuries and wins and plays that just great plays i mean he's gonna be i mean i don't know he's definitely gonna be up there i I know that nasib has a lot more like higher numbers than him but i think that he's more forgettable than dungy for sure so
1: yeah absolutely i would agree with that i mean dungy made memories dungy dungy created right i mean he was a gift machine Jif, mm-hmm. Gif, whatever right. it's called, whatever you get. Yeah. Whatever and that's what I mean.
2: Like even like I was one of those guys that was mad when not mad, but I was like, you know, you didn't give Schaefer enough time. Now there's a lot of people that thought that he just wasn't a great coach, wasn't making the right decisions. Well, that's and a on good one point. on one level, like I'm right there, but like Dino is proven that he can make the right decisions. Just I think that they were making a lot of trying to force a lot of like I told like I said before in, in other podcasts, um, square pegs in the round holes and. Um I think they're figuring out what <laughs> they need to do to maybe make some changes and we'll see from there. But to call him to call for his head right now like no.
1: Yeah, absolutely not. That's it's absurd. Well, he didn't wasn't calling for his head, but he said he wouldn't be surprised if he was gone. John no, Wilde had... we, do. we wait, just wait, got wait, we just
2: well, got what? Terry Kinsler.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. He yeah, just verbally
2: he, committed. He just verbally committed the other day uh yeah, after 247 the game. sports has him as a what's that?
1: After the game.
2: After the game, after he knew he already well before he even committed, you know the team reached out and said, "Hey, we're letting this person go." go." Right. Yeah. So he knew, and he still committed. Uh, Obviously, it's still a verbal. Defensive end. He was a he was a priority commit. Defensive end. Two four seven sports have him ranked as a four star and or sorry, what was it? Three star, high three star. uh, Sixteenth ranked. Um, weak side defensive end, and rivals has him ranked as a four star. Uh, So. I mean, and he knew about Brian Ward
1: being fired, and I think he was at the game. I think he was at the game.
2: Oh, I I don't know that information, but either way, we got the the commit, and he had a pretty impressive top six. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure his top six had like South Carolina, Penn State. I think Oregon was in there, Virginia. So,
1: yeah. Um, Joe on Facebook says, by the way, if our offensive line and coaches want to see how to play, watch the BC line on film, mm. they were continuing the play and not just standing around. Mm. Yep. <laughs> That's
2: a stinger, Joe. Yeah. Jeez. It was rough. It was rough to it watch was, at some points.
1: I know, but why? I don't freaking get it, man. I don't get it. I don't.
2: This Boston College knew what they were doing. <laughs> uh,
1: John says, uh, "This team flat out quit." And Joe, we've talked. Okay, look, there was a couple of these, and they might—I might even have one in here. Um, but another one, I mean, but. We talked of, we've talked a lot this year about like specifically with Dungy and just kind of are not Dungy, DeVito and specifically with DeVito, but the team as well about how we've watched them fight and not quit and give up. But I got to be honest, man, when they were beat yesterday, they showed it. Their body language was there. Like some of it looked did not look great in my opinion. I mean, well,
2: I mean, just on TV, they looked exhausted and it just showed that we just didn't really have the depth, especially in the middle interior wise to handle that. Um, They were just Boston College looked like a well-oiled machine, bro. On, On TV, you just look at it. They're showing the replays and you're seeing the pull blocks and just I mean, they're just handling our guys. I mean, whether or not it was our guys just doing the wrong thing or whether they were just losing their one-on-one battles, but it was just one thing after another. And well, that's how they beat some... NC
1: State. And, he did the... and at
2: some point, like you get tired, especially in the secondary of tackling 240, 250-pound running, running backs. backs. So, again, I think it was just you get to the end of the game like that in your, in your offenses and your offense isn't scoring, then it's going to look like that. I mean, There's a point in the third quarter there where I thought we had two three-and-outs in a row there and we had stopped them, and we kind of gave our – Team a chance to kind of put some points up there and try to get it close, and it didn't work. And then I, I felt like after that was kind of when the floodgates came through.
1: Yeah. Uh, at Derek Askey, in 30 years, I've never seen more pathetic defensive effort than in today's game. Shameful. Lie.
2: It's a lie. I've seen way worse. Well, they gave up Greg Robinson era. Greg Robinson era. Yeah. Done. Well,
1: next one. <laughs> I mean, you can make just, it, you can make an argument that for that, a, but they did that. Just
2: might be an after a game emotional reaction, but Greg Robinson for four years. I am sorry, no, I can't say that.
1: Uh, they broke a lot of records. I think he's going there. On paper, they did broke, paper, yeah, it was they broke pretty a damned. lot of records, was, but pretty, they have six hundred and ninety-one yards. You know, almost five hundred yards rushing alone. That's pretty freaking mm-hmm. bad. That that is shameful. Right. Maybe it's right. not the worst defensive effort uh, you've seen in thirty years, but it's shameful for sure. No. So I'll give him 50% no. I've on that
2: definitely week. seen. Yeah, I can I can go with that. I can
1: go with that. Okay. Uh at oh boy. Debbie times 3. It seems kind of fitting that we finally got some life in the offense today and the defense just didn't play as well as they have been in previous weeks. Yeah, it's like putting a whole game together. It seems like even in the wins. well, the wins we got were like I mean, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know if I can look. Yeah. At, I don't even know if I can look. At I know, and be but like, oh, we well, put a honestly, full game together.
2: Honestly, they were talking about it on the ACC Network uh, telecast or whatever that uh, Boston College might have the best offensive line in the ACC, and <clears throat> with the running backs that they have, this is just a perfect storm of strengths versus our weaknesses, to where it made it look a lot worse. And it's just these type of teams, like we talked about, it teams that are going to line up and ground and pound, especially when they have a. a an offensive line like that we were going to have problems with and Boston colleges figured their part out and that's what happened. That's what it looked like. We would have had to score every single possession and probably win the turnover battle like plus three to win that game.
1: Yeah. (laughs) At turf underscore on underscore fire stone nachos. Check them out. Brian Ward gone after this season. Mike Lynch possibly out too. uh, Offensive line QB coach should be gone as well. Well, little did he know he tweeted this before Brian War was gone, but uh, he almost kind of predicted that. So I don't know, Joe. What do you think about what do you think about offensive coordinator Mike Lynch? Um, De- you know Dino departing ways with him as well. Another guy he brought on, um, brought way well, to I Syracuse.
2: Guess when I look at when I look at some like a a situation like that when you're coaches and you travel from team to team together and you're kind of like that group and everything. um, There's a lot of compromise and a chance for reconciliation before you get to the firing point. Sure. right? Right. So, and so my, that's again, that's a fly on the wall thing of like, that's not just a one game thing of like, Oh, we just gave up all these records I wasn't thinking about it, but now you got to go because we're three and six or whatever. Oh, Brian! So,
1: Brian Ward's um, watching that defensive display yesterday and going, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna pack my stuff."
2: Basically, but what I'm saying is, is that there was reasons for like it was talked about prior to right, and there was yeah, reasons too. I mean, we played against Pittsburgh, NC State. We didn't give up that many points. We were one what one possession away.
1: Yeah, both of those games.
2: Right, but then you have two yeah. bad games against Florida State in, in Boston College. Yeah. Obviously, you had the the Maryland game earlier this year, so you can look at that, but we have had some positives on the defensive end through the season. So it yeah, really, plus, really questions me that, like, you know, the offensive line coach is still there, the offensive coordinator is still there, but the little bit of a shining point and shining light that we kind of kept us in some of the games this year, he goes. So that really, really kind of makes me question – what was really going on there. So, again, some things can be reconciled. And when it comes to all these coaches, it's going to come down to looking at at their talent, looking at what it really was and whether or not it's fixable and and whether or not you can reconcile it. Because I'll tell you what, if you clean house and Dino Babers brings in all these different assistants and all these different this, this, and that, it's almost like stinting this rebuild. You automatically cannot have expectations yeah, you, you next can't year.
1: start your what you're saying obviously is that you can't start over it's like be, that's almost that's starting like, over that's like two steps especially, back
2: especially considering if you're talking about getting rid of some of your main recruiters because now you're talking about it's what it's november what signing day january we have early signing days december you cannot just fire your main recruiters
1: Sure. While you've you, know, recruit, you know how ballsy out that there is? Too.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you turn around and you say, I'm firing my defensive coordinator in November, two months away from signing day, you know that you're taking the chance of losing defensive recruits or recruits that he recruited. Right. So, again, you're also for this get, to happen, yeah. I'm just saying, for this to happen, it says I think there's a lot more deeper things there. And, um. I I can't speak to it, won't speak to it, not going to assume, but just starting to break this down and think about it. Like like just dropping coaches like that has way more, um, you know, there's way more things that happen. You know, there's cause and effect here. You know, everyone wants to just say, oh, the coach, the coach, the coach. Well, you drop all the coaches, now you're – all these players got recruited by these coaches. <laughs> Our recruiting class is recruited by these coaches, right? And which now you're says, talking which about, says
1: a lot about him going early, is what you're saying? Because obviously, obviously, Dino knows maybe it's better to just get this out of the way instead of, you know, when you think about the recruits, you don't want to <laughs> you, you don't want to string them along for the rest of the year and then fire Brian Moore right. at the end of the year either.
2: Right, and, but again, that's why you kind of think that there's something else going there, but I'm also saying it because you get these fan feedbacks that they want to fire four or five well, coaches. I, well,
1: right. I know I get and that. And
2: it's like, well, you realize that by doing that now you're stunting the growth of this team. You're stunning. I mean, he brought these coaches along for a reason, right? Coaches. They, sometimes they have bad seasons. Sometimes there's certain things that just happen, whether it's personnel or other things off the field where it doesn't work out your way.
1: Right. Uh, let's see. At positive SU fan. Now, this is an account that disappeared and is now back. Just like that. It's magic.
2: Mm. Oh, poof. Poof.
1: Uh, things will get better. Go orange. So, hey, you got to have a positive light sometimes. It's always good to have the positive fans. And I love the positive fans. I do. But. Well,
2: I guess. Not yeah. much.
1: I mean, hey, it can't get much worse, right? So, true statement. Fact check, true. Yeah. Things will get better. Right.
2: Still so, hope, I mean, you make a little change here, going into the bye week, hope that maybe, again, technically we still have enough games to become bowl eligible. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But um No, again, bowl, bowl
1: game's done. I would be shocked if we won a game.
2: I would um I'm, I'm kind of on that page now, too. And, again, I'm willing to eat crow if something happens, but I'm kind of right there as well. Uh
1: Well, and I, uh, if, if you see – If not s-
2: anything, it just sets us up for basically really low expectations and a very low – baseline to be able to come up you know and things will get better well yep because we're going to have such a low baseline next year yeah things will get better
1: yeah and you know i mean at this
2: point never mind go
1: well we'll get into it i'm not to got, I, I gotta buy sell or hold so hold on i am uh, uh i am at dfino one i am surprised that there were that many comments he's talking about the thread here wish the season was over so we didn't have to hear about it. Went from ranked to looking like Division 2. Well, I, I will say this with all due respect at DFIN01. You commented. So there's that. But, I mean, this is, this, is, this is fan feedback. DFIN01, come on. And like I said, I replied to him. I told him. I was like, look, when things are good, we all want to brag. So we get all those comments. When things are bad, right. people want to vent. So we get those comments, yeah. and this is the Q's Militia, uh, Q's Militia podcast fan feedback thread, and yeah. we appreciate all of, all of you who take the time.
2: Well, no, you got to be able to do eat. It. You got to be able to eat that crow, man. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's not a lot of football teams that they get to cheer for that every single year. Yeah, you know, I mean, there was a time when Syracuse basketball we were getting there every single year, and we talked about how we were spoiled as a fan base when we didn't make the NCAA tournament. Right, so. <clears throat> It's one of those things where you gotta be able to eat that because, you know, there's certain people certain teams we beat where we ruin their season or we end up being better than them and there's ah, oh, screw us you, da 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 da, whatever. But at the same time, those seasons are gonna happen to us too. And you can't you can't just crawl into the hole and just pretend like, you know, I just that's the one thing that kinda I mean, I'm right there. Like there's a lot of fans out there that probably just wish that we just didn't even play another game. Like, I don't even want to watch that. Like, I don't want to get pumped up again to feel this and try to hope for a game and a hope for a win just to watch that dumpster fire every single weekend.
1: Oh, by the way, but, plenty of dumpster fire gifs in the uh, in the fan
2: feedback. Oh, I'm sure, 100%, <laughs> right? I mean, like me, like personally, I like to sit there. I like to watch the growth. I like to, I mean, as much as it's a loss or this, I, I watch expectations I watch the game with expectations from certain players, and I like to see if we get a little bit better. Every and game
1: is a fresh is a fresh <laughs> slate, Joe. Right, and we but, could. But what I'm just saying, well, every if game is not a fresh a, slate. The
2: gold at the end of the rainbow. Then some people don't care about that. Oh slate.
1: well, I'm not that guy. I I don't. That, no,
2: neither am I. I, I don't neither care about
1: I. that. That was gone. Honestly, guys, that was gone a long time ago. Well, I mean like at least two games ago for me I, I just I didn't
2: see it didn't seem not really to me I thought that if we won this game we would have still had a chance but
1: uh, I, di- I didn't uh, when, once I saw the writing on the wall and nothing was changing, we're just seeing the same thing every game it's like obviously you can't just you can't just turn a switch and make it work. it is what it is. we got what we got, and I mean there, I had f- I have faith but I lack confidence, and that's as fair as I can be about it. So I don't I'm yeah. not I'm not confident in, in maybe even getting another win, but uh, we'll talk about that in a second. At Jay Carpenter seventy four, I guess the thing to look at is with the four game rule for red shirts, we can still play some of the guys that wouldn't have this season so they get some experience. I think we need a change defense coordinator. Obviously, this was yesterday, and maybe offensive line coach. The offensive line guys, I think, is not really. I don't even. I don't know, Joe. It's. I mean, I'm not an expert, dude. Is it the coaching? Is it the players? It looks like to me, it's kind of like the player. It's maybe a combo, but it's definitely not just the coaching. I guess that's where I'm going.
2: Well, I think that sometimes again with certain positions, uh, and if you miss recruiting or with attrition and transfers or injuries, young they're young. Then-
1: Right, I mean. Right,
2: and that's the thing. Sometimes, like again, with with certain position groups, with all those different factors, some years you just get that kind of group that's just that can't handle it. Right. It just it is what it is. It's the it's basically you got to take it as a year of growth.
1: Obviously, and, Sam Heckle at center and Service moved over. The tackle right. was 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 there was something that. Coaches saw with that, even though service was, you know, had been starting at center past what two seasons. So,
2: well, yeah, they even moved everybody. I mean, we brought back right. people that I mean, serv- service was a service was a, a starter last year. Yeah, we brought him back, but we changed his position and he lost some weight. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a little bit different, right? And we brought Alexander in. So, um,
1: Um. at Oil Cuse. I like jo- I like that Joar Jordan got some got some run. He is an exciting player. I have nothing else good to say. Well, I mean, hey, at least you kept it positive, you know? Right.
2: Well, again, so, that's what I talked about with, but I, I like to watch the game because of that. Right. Right. Now, let's not burn this dude's red shirt. And I think that honestly, again, we talk about Dino and his breadcrumbs and his bread bread. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Um, you play a guy against Boston college and we end up actually getting to a bowl game. You can't play him in the bowl game. So, um, anybody that hasn't played so far this year, uh, that's, you saw different play this year or this past week. Like it's kind of letting you know that he doesn't think that <laughs> we're going to be playing a fifth game or a. 13th game, so to speak.
1: Right, right. Well, here it is. Syracuse football... This is the Twitter poll. Syracuse football will get an ACC win this year. Buy, sell, or hold. And, uh... 15% held. And 15% bought. But... 70% uh, sold it off. Sold it off. And I'm there. I'm still gonna cheer on my team. And... I hope they prove me wrong, obviously, and I think they can I think they absolutely can so
2: yep uh, I know I think so too, but if I want to i'm like I said before, a lot of times I make biased uh decisions with my bookie and things like that uh, but if I wanted to make an unbiased two thirds of the season the way through the season um then I would say like, yeah, no.
0: Yeah,
1: uh,
2: I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see it.
1: I don't see it either. 112 votes on that. <laughs> so, anyway, appreciate all of you. We took the time to do uh, to to comment, go to and go to the socials and, and take. This is a thing.
2: damn shame because we got a lot of talented seniors that.
1: Oh, I know. I think
2: wasted a season.
1: I know. Well, I know.
2: I mean, I don't but, want to say it like that, but.
1: Well, you already said. You it see earlier. some of these.
2: Well, but you say you see some of these guys, and it's like look at the, some of the years that Sean Riley had, Then to see like the year that he had this year. You know, Alton Robinson, yeah. some of these guys. It's just, I don't know. It's tough.
1: Yeah. Um. Look. Hey. Um. What's his name? What's his him or her? I don't know who it is. Let me see real quick. Let me check. Oh, Jordan. Uh, I uh, I don't think I mentioned to email us, but hopefully you already know that. So <laughs> that was the iTunes review. So we appreciate it. Make sure you make sure you email us. Otherwise, nothing's going to show up in your mailbox. Okay. So, anyways, that's it, Joe. Do you have anything else to add? How, no. we, how we can turn is- how we can turn a, a fifty-eight to twenty-seven loss into a uh, one hour podcast is beyond me. but we do it every week. So
2: Well I think I mean I think this week especially was more of a I mean especially for me is as, as far as how the season was gonna go and with this team that we were playing and everything just it kinda was the the final straw for me as far as expectations or expecting any type of change in the middle of the season. Um we are what we are. Um, anything we make as far as changes coaching-wise and everything, I believe that Dino Babers is going to look at it and see whether or not it's fixable. And um, I think he's going to make the changes that he feels like he needs to make. And, yeah, uh, pretty much on to basketball, bro. Yeah. At this point. I, and... I, I, I'm, I mean, did we we did this an hour long because this is the episode of us basically kind of throwing the white flag up, I think, for this season, and it sucks because i'm going to the duke game in two weeks i'm spending 40 plus dollars to go to a duke game in which we can still technically yeah, you can get a w out of bowl it eligible by the da- by the numbers we can but in my heart do i think that in my head do i think that no i don't like, i'm gonna go i'm gonna join myself i'm gonna get ready for for basketball but for the rest of the football season it's gonna be looking at uh possible future talent that can maybe play these past in these last couple of games. Um, and uh looking toward basically our guys getting experience and what we can look forward to next year, as bad as you don't want to say that.
1: Well, you know what though? It's, it's, it's the consolation prize. It's still exciting. I think, I, I mean, well, I, no, I, I
2: mean, if you're a true fan, then I think that that's one of those things. There's a point in the season where you kind of throw it in. You're like, Hey, look, I get it. It wasn't what we thought it was going to be or what I wanted it to be. But, there's always next year, and now what can we look forward to next year? And yeah. can we get some of these guys in here and get some experience and, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's all momentum going into it. As soon as the season's over, it's boom. It's right into, in you month. only get a couple months off, spring. Then summer, they're there working out, doing summer school. Like, it's, Ain't
1: that a band? Offspring? <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, uh, we will be back here, I guess, dude, might, I don't know, I don't want to say when, but they play. Might have
2: to be manana, bro.
1: That's what I'm saying. We might be back tomorrow, and maybe some of you are listening on um, Monday morning or Monday afternoon, so this is Sunday night, Uh, the Syracuse Orange basketball team opens in the Dome against Virginia, the champion, national champion... Cavaliers, yeah, 9
2: p.m. on uh, yeah, Wednesday which, which is November 6th.
1: Awesome, because we know basketball season's here now. That you're starting to watch games at nine o'clock in the middle of the week.
2: So oh, there's that. Well, hey, <laughs>
1: but um, yeah, we're up. we're gonna have to obviously. We're
2: it's only a two-hour game. Yeah, close. I know. It's
1: eleven o'clock. It sucks.
2: It's a little bit of a recharge. After yeah. These,
1: <laughs> you know. yeah. So anyways, we'll 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 try to get back here tomorrow. I'll try to hit yeah. that up real quick. So if quick.
2: you're listening to this one, get ready to listen to another one quick Monday
1: night. Quick turnaround. We appreciate all of you who participated in the fan feedback. Thank you all obviously for listening. That's the best part. And thank you to Manscaped. Go to Manscaped and the promo code armchair. Get twenty percent off and free shipping. My bookie, promo code chair, and they will match you dollar for dollar. Uh, thanks to James on guitar for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out.
2: Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia podcast. The fan's voice with Sean and Joe.